to the best fucking snacks. We are live. This is probably going to go on air, but I do not care. I am high as fucking kite. All right. Now we got to start this shit off again. Wow. wow. I know. Every time. Um, we're back. On so, this show. Yeah. So, yo, it's, it's your boy, Southeast706, the Bandalorian on Twitter. We're back. The Mandalorian. Have you not watched The Mandalorian? No. On Disney? You haven't watched The Mandalorian? Okay, so you have plenty of time. Watch The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. That shit is that shit is great. That shit is excellent. But it's wordplay like Bando. I'm in the trap, you know, not Mando, but Bandalorian. Anyways, so this is Whatever. the Jerry Bird Nation Report, the unofficial <laughs> official podcast of Falcon Twitter. Um, it's it's been a while. Um you know, Ooh. I feel like people might think we were hiding after the uh, the last episode where we told people that they were stupid, but that's not the yeah, case. I, okay. I have no, I meant no malice. You know, we're just here, you know, giving facts and uh, everybody was offended. We offered them the chance to come on the podcast, even though we haven't podcasted since you are still welcome to join the conversation. But anywho, we have come back, uh, you know, we're all trying to survive the quarantine and that Rona is uh, giving people that work in, in various ways. You know, hopefully everybody's do, doing good, staying safe, staying as healthy as possible. Wash your dirty ass hands. And, and we will commence as the Falcons have washed their hands of several players on the team. Some fan wow. favorites. Yes, you like that smooth transition. It was like butter. I do what I can for the people. But that was nice. the, the Falcons have a. Uh, we have uh, parted ways with uh, long-time quarterback. No, oh, oh my God! I, I, I've been waiting for this for a while. We've, we've cut ties with the uh, longtime cornerback Desmond Trufant, aka uh, Josh. It's it's hard times. The coronavirus is here. Josh doesn't have a job anymore. He's gonna have to go to, you know, say free agent workouts. You know, say work on his back pedal, get his pectoral muscle right, all that good stuff. But. Um, <laughs> Some other characters I don't really care to talk about. Uh, Devontae Freeman, uh, he was also informed that he will not be returning with us, which was kind of uh, kind of foregone conclusion. Uh, anyways, and uh, Austin Hooper officially uh, signed with the uh, Cleveland wow. Browns. And there's been a, a myriad of moves that have gone. Uh, we just recently signed uh, Dante Fowler, who... Uh, Mr. Bias, Georgia fan, Josh is not happy with, but we'll get into that here soon as well. Oh um, yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, it's been no a, bias, but... Bruh, you okay? Let's we get into it. it. You we, clearly we no. So you said you said that oh, uh, we should have got Leonard Floyd essentially, and people were clearly telling you statistically Leonard Floyd is not good, and that Devontae wait Dante Fowler is better. You just refuse to accept facts, bro. And I was like, he wait a second. He, I was like, wait a second. Did he go to the University of Georgia? Oh, he, it makes he, sense. It makes sense. He's been in the league longer than Floyd. So he better be like better than him. And he went, what, third overall? He better be better than Floyd. That's, that's not okay. That's not okay. That Mr. Bisky went over Deshaun Watson. Does that that doesn't make him better? Racism. But, anywho, anywho, <laughs> let's let's start with uh Oh, also, we signed the the tight end. Uh, what's the gentleman's Hayden. name? His name Hayden. Hayden Hayden Hurst. Uh, from Jacksonville, Duval County. I'd look him up. He went to a uh, Bowles High School, so uh, he played. Oh, wow. uh, he played with some uh, some talent. There's definitely some talent out there in Jacksonville. Uh, so I was like, okay, I see he played with some uh, probably some hood fellows. You know, he he might fit well in the <laughs> Atlanta locker room. But where where do you want to start? We're gonna start with the the, the cuts. Let's start with the cuts. Oh man. We gotta um, start with them. 
it shouldn't be a surprise that, surprise that we didn't re-sign Austin Hooper. It was kind of trending that way. <sighs> and, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, there, there's arguments on both sides why we should have kept him. But, I mean, he's gone. Uh, if we're going to use Josh's logic, we uh, flipped him for a first-round pick tight end, uh, who some people <laughs> think that he is not going to be that big of a uh, difference as far as, like, talent-wise. I think uh, – shout out to the homie Aaron Freeman, uh, Falc fan. He said that pretty much statistically, like, combine-wise, they're both kind of the same athletically as far as, like, the 40 times, broad jumps, cone drills, all that stuff. Um, I know the clip that they like to show with the Ravens and him scoring that 61-yard touchdown, but, um, you know, we're going to see for ourselves. Some people are saying that he didn't thrive in that system. He actually lost his – he didn't lose his starting spot, but there's another guy that was drafted in the third round that actually was the uh, go-to guy. So it could be one of those situations maybe. I'm hoping it's like a Michael Turner situation where he is a backup and he just needs a full starting role or hopefully like a new situation. Like, that's probably not the best example. But you know what I'm saying? Like you get a – a new start somewhere else and you're kind of one of the right. go-to guys and you get a, a more opportunity to shine. So um, yeah. what are y'all's thoughts on uh, Austin Hooper not returning to the, uh, the Falcons? I'm, I'm a little pissed. Like Austin Hooper was the fucking the go-to, you know what I'm saying? And we don't, we still got that man that loves to flaunt his fucking tight ends at tight ends coach. So no, no, he he retired. Oh, he did. My my, my lucky retired. Oh, good. Well, shit. Like I'm still mad because Hooper. I mean, he was that guy. You know, he was definitely flourishing and all that shit. And now he's gone to the Browns, where he ain't gonna be flourishing very much because they got fucking Baker Mayfield, who is looking to be a fucking bust. So it, I mean, my feelings were a little hurt. Behind that, and then let me make something clear to you, motherfuckers, on Twitter. I was not mad at acquiring Hurst. What I was mad about is we traded a second round pick for a guy that ain't even the go to guy on his team. That's my problem. Like, why can't we give up a third? In a fifth, not the second. In the second one, we gave we got from trading Sanu. I mean, come on now. That's that was my fucking problem. The most people's fucking problem with this. Like Hurst just got if he proves himself, all right, I'll come on here, eat crow doo-doo or whatever the fuck the saying is. Probably shouldn't be eating doo-doo during the coronavirus, but whatever. You know, wash your hands. No, I don't fucking uh smoke that shit. So Bear with me. But, yeah, like, come on. We didn't have to do all that. Our front office just ain't been making very much sense this entire offseason from the start, from the fucking 20-minute video they made for their decision to bring TD and Quinn back to now. I mean, the only good shit is shit that happened today, but not according to Josh. But we'll get there. So that's... Well, so the logic I was I was hearing from the smarter people that pay attention to that stuff is that we're going to have to address the tight end position in the draft anyways. And mm-hmm. that right. if you compare Hurst to whatever was coming out that would have been around in that position, he was going to be better than anything we would have gotten the second. 
if that makes sense. Because at least yeah. he's he's yeah. tried and true. He's he's been in the league for at least two years. He was a first round talent. So from that aspect, it it does make sense if if we're going to go with the idea that this was a good move. Again, some people think it's a lateral move, but I don't know. He to me, just from the eye test, and I haven't like uh, Aaron watched every snap he's had. I'm not going to do that, but I will watch some highlights. But he did. He he does on that 61 yard touchdown again. It was one play. He looked like he had. Uh, it looked like he had some burst to him, man. Like I know that. Like the metrics say that that they are the same people athletically. Him and Austin Hooper. But there are people that have. There's people that have football speed. Yeah. There's some. There's some people's 40s that aren't great but once they get a ball in their hand then they're like oh shoot like that that guy can move so i think that could be a potential upside because people were, were getting mad about Oscar hooper as him being a quote-unquote top five tight end even though there's not really that many great t- tight ends to begin with but people had him in the in the had him with the kelsey's and the uh the kittles and my my argument on twitter always is i don't think any defense coordinator was ever losing sleep worrying about Austin hooper not not one time. Like in the Super Bowl, again, even though we do have we have Julio Jones, there would never be a, a time where we'd have to say, "Hey, we need you to take over the game." Like Kelsey could, like that's the top five talent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Austin Hooper is top that's five true. by default, in in my opinion. I'm, I have no ill will against the guy, but uh, it's it is what it is. Like he he's not. We can win or lose without him, as we we saw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. True, true. My, my my thing was like Lisa said was the fact that we have the second four 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 hearts. Um, it was I mean the, the the other second it seemed like a lot, but I mean seeing that me being a Georgia fan since we brought that up, I've seen uh, Hurts play in South Carolina and he has some incredible hands. He could he could, he's my thing is what we got from Austin, Hurts can do the same. Um, if not more, so it is somewhat in a way a lateral move. Um, but I was feeling at first that we were clearing up space to restart Austin, but turns out that's not that wasn't the case. Um, and I was on the the Austin is a top five um, tight end, but Marcus he sent me basically a P PFF clip, and it's basically like Austin, like he he has good numbers, but this is why. He got those numbers, and it's basically just saying, like, he's not what we think that he is. So, I mean, only time will tell that when we get to see him in Cleveland, if he is what we thought that he were, was or whatnot. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm sad that he went, but I can understand because, again, like, we this, – this is the offense where we need to just work with what we have. We have Julio. We have really. If we can't put up 21 points with those two – and Matt, something is wrong. So I mean, again, who whoever's in that that starts as that in, whoever they produce, we should be okay. Yeah, and I was a big uh, component that the reason that Hooper flourished this year a lot was because Dirk Dork Dork Cotter does not have the ability <laughs> oh to God. get Calvin really the ball. <laughs> like I don't, I like there was a point in the season where he had. Hooper had either more targets or more receptions than Calvin Ridley. And I was like, why? I would I would always want the ball. I would want the ball to go to the guy that runs a 4-4 more often than the guy that runs a borderline 4-7. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't see how you don't find a way to get your best athletes the ball. 
that I don't know if it's a Calvin Ridley thing. Again, he's going to be going to his third year, so hopefully he pops and can be that hopefully future stopgap replacement for Julio Jones. But like, get get your best athletes the ball. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I couldn't understand it, but hopefully a uh, dork can pull his head out of his ass and not uh, waste our time again for another season. Cause this is at this point, it's where every, every year we don't make uh competent moves. We're just wasting our star players uh, prime. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That shit. I mean, it took Dan Quinn eight fucking games to get his head out of his fucking ass last year. So who the fuck knows what we're going to do with fucking, uh, what'd you say, dork, whatever the fuck his last name is. Shit, it may take another fucking eight games, and here we go again with another fucking video featuring the, Arthur the, the Blank. Off- huh? The only, thing, the only thing with the offense is that they start off slow. We seen them catch fire at spurts, and they're just like a top-tier offense in the league. Long as they don't have those slow starts, we should be okay. Shit, who knows? Cause we got these fucking new people coming in and out. We got rid of what's his name? A couple old line people. And then we got the old linemen with the fucking heart problem. And then who else we got left? I don't McGarry know. Is, McGarry will be fine. He again. Yeah, he's a rookie. Like <laughs> you he, know, had, he, had, he had it in college. He had it, the same procedure that he just had. He had he had that procedure also in college. He would be fine. I know, but at any moment, it's just like, oh shit, there go my heart again. Like I gotta get off the field. He's like, bro, he's he's not gonna die in the field. I say he's gonna die, <laughs> but he got a little problem. He was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Now he got to get off the field. Who going to protect my goddamn quarterback? I'm tired of seeing my fucking quarterback on his fucking back. I know the name is quarterback, but that don't mean they're supposed to be on their back all the goddamn time. What we going to do? And then Alex Mack probably going to retire because ain't he like 50 years old? Well, he's now he's the vice president of the players' union, so yeah, he's probably got another year left in him. So. Huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's his last year. Oh, we got it. Okay. All right. So, again, I think we'll be fine without Hooper. Uh, and again, I do like this situation. I uh, kind of like when. Uh... Oh, shit. Uh, hold on one second. Yo, send a send a send a send a Marcus an email. Oh, Invite shit. him in real quick. Oh, <laughs> all right. Come on now. We just came back and now. I don't have at least one peaceful episode. Oh man, no, we, we have to we have to get Marcus in. Oh, All right, I'm, I'm gonna send you his uh, his email. Hold on, but yeah, I do I do like the situation with uh, with Austin Hooper because I do enjoy, and again, it's kind of to our detriment. I do enjoy seeing how players play when they are on a different team, like how we're gonna yeah. get to see what um what Tom Brady is without Bill Belichick or how we saw how Peyton Manning was without the Colts. So I, I am, I am interested because again, again, it's kind of a double-edged sword or people talk out of both sides of their mouth. Like, Hey, Matt Ryan's this great quarterback who makes players, but then you get upset when we get rid of a player and get somebody else. If he's, if he's good enough to make, if you're going right. back like exactly. Devin Hester or, or Justin Hart or not Justin Hart, holy shit. Uh, Harry Douglas, Michael Jenkins, 
Michael yeah. Jenkins, good receivers, and, and with that same That's mindset, it. whoever we bring in, he should be fine. I think it's more or less that right. Matt Ryan makes the players, not the not the other way around. Like right. back in the uh, Peyton Manning's Colt days, when they had a uh, when he had your boy uh, number forty Stokely there Harrison. Oh, uh, no. Nope. Yeah, Dallas Clark. Clark. Yeah. When I had Dallas Clark, he was balling. But, like, as soon as Peyton Manning left and Dallas Clark went somewhere else, he wasn't good anymore. Same with Julius Thomas. As soon as he left Peyton Manning, he was not good anymore in Jacksonville. So, I'm not saying that's yeah. the same fate for Hooper. But I'm I'm interested to see what it looks like. If he goes out and balls out, then, you know, it is what it is. But I, I don't think we're going to we're gonna miss a beat with that. So My thing with him going to Cleveland, like, he got to realize, like, they – Cleveland is it's 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 Chubb and then ODB, I mean OBJ and then Landry. It's like you went to another offense that's that has like three other options before you. Like why would you do that? Because we want to get paid. That's all it's about. Like ain't yeah. nobody trying ain't nobody yeah. trying to win. Yeah. We're trying to get paid, bro. <laughs> I mean it is what it is. Gif, you send the invite. Yeah, I'm sending it again to the email. I sent it to Twitter, but he talked about send it to my email. Yeah, I don't know why you you're doing that, but he's uh, he's probably not at home. But uh, well, let's while we're waiting on that, let's let's look at some tweets. <clears throat> Actually, let's talk about Josh's tweets. Yeah, Josh, Josh went on the timeline <laughs> wilding all day, and I'm I'm so confused. <laughs> Unlock your tweets again. Stop locking your tweets. You're a coward. Your he's a coward. <laughs> What? Why do I, I have to lock them? Because. Hmm. Uh, my tweet's about to be locked again because I'm just about to start applying for that. <laughs> so, uh, like, right, there's right, reason for right. me. Yeah, my, my, my company has. My company has a whole Twitter account. I cannot know. Okay, well then, no. okay. If my thing is, if you know your job is on there, I, my thing is, if you know your job's on the Twitter, hey, why would you use your your name and your face? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I took my face off. So I clearly, I, I clearly not use my face at all, bro. Like, I'm not trying to get caught up. Like, it's it's not. We're not doing that. Like, y'all, are, y'all be living on the uh, edge, dog. Yeah, I'm, I just have to change my habit now. <laughs> okay, so let's start with this first extremely optimistic tweet from Josh. He tweeted this seven hours ago. When Fowler doesn't produce, I don't want to hear shit. Thoughts? We, we, we yeah, basically I'm... let... We, we basically let Vic Beasley walk for the hood Vic Beasley. They're the exact same player. One just hood, Oh look, one is just quiet boy. What's the what's wrong with the hood, Vic Beasley? Hey, look, Marcus is here. Oh, actually, in the in that draft, I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of like the Dante Fowler coming out of Florida, but I don't know. We got caught up in the the athleticism beating Vic Beasley. He hasn't. He hasn't produced. This man played on two lines that are a hundred times better than ours in Jacksonville and in L.A. He just had one. Career year when he had double digits eggs. One. He played in Jacksonville and with the Rams. Like, come on, man. Like, he got some stout talent on the defensive line, and you can only produce one double digit um, sack season. And you are a first round pick, fourth first round pick, third overall. Well, I mean, Nick Beasley reincarnated. That's not, that's not, I don't think that's fair. I mean, he did get injured his rookie year, and it does take. 
I think they were saying D lineman about three years to hit their stride. So, I mean, next year will be the uh, kind of the benchmark to see if he's actually worth the money that we're going to pay him. But I mean, what's the alternative? Not signing anybody? Like, what what would you have wanted them to do? I mean, I, I saw you didn't want Vic Beasley, so that that was obviously not no. an option. Yeah, exactly. I, I was over Vic after 2017, but I mean. I'll, from what I saw, it, it could be speculation. They were saying that um, ever, ever since the Griffin from uh, from Minnesota, he he probably could have been in place. I would rather us go after something like that. Yes, he has his mental issues, but he could produce on the field. Isn't he a little bit older, though? Mental issues. Well, you, you can kind of say that. Yeah, we, we got He's like... I just I'm I'm just not really optimistic about this this foul assignment. Hey, I mean, you don't trust the GM? Hell no. Huh? I no 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 no. I do again. I trust TD. My thing is Fowler came here because he played for Quinn at Florida, and you come to Atlanta, you come to, you come to play for a coach that you already played for. He might just get here and slack off. He he just got paid. So what what, what incentive is for him to just go out there and ball out? I feel like I feel like if T is going out and signing these players, that these players are good, considering that Thomas Dimitrov was one of the better GMs in the NFL. So I feel like this signing is a pretty good signing for for, for the Falcons. It's hard to deny that. <laughs> when you have one of the better GMs in the NFL, like you have to trust what he's doing. You have to trust his decision making. <laughs> he makes great decisions. No, no, let's 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 not do that. Cause I told you, um, the, the carpenter, the um, Sambrello. Um, no, no, no. I'm cause you, you. I, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, what am I trying He's a good GM. Tini is a good GM. He made again. He's that's what I said. We we're on the same page, Josh. We agree with each other. He's one of the good GMs. He's good at his job. So if he signed yeah, this guy, he's a good player. No, no because again, he, he, made give, he, he made a mistake in giving Car- Brian and Carpenter their deal and, and, and Ty Sambrella his deal. I mean, he messes up here and there, which which I, I can admit. But for the most part, he, he does more good than harm, is, is what I'm saying. You also got to think that um, Dan Quinn is also a defensive coach. So you would think that he would be able to get the most out of these defensive players. So you got to trust the good coach that you have. You got to trust the good GM that you have. The GM and the coach are good. They're tied together. Like, they're one of the best duos in the league when it comes to front office uh, for I mean, look at the draft record. Look at their draft record. Like, yeah, that's actually it's funny you mentioned that. And and just real quick, my my homeboys that are Jags fans think that it is he's a solid pickup. So there there's some uh, some solace in that. But uh, the homie are on the same page here. The homie uh, X lag (laughs) X. She actually tweeted out all of uh, TD's first round draft picks. So 2008, Matt Ryan, Sam Baker. 2009, Perry Jerry, 2010, Sean Witherspoon, 2011, Julio Jones. The infamous 2012 draft where none of those players are still in the NFL. Nope, uh, no first-round pick. 2013, Desmond Trufant, 2014, Jake Matthews, 2015, Vic Beasley, 2016, Keanu Neal, 2017, Tech McKinley, 
2018, Calvin Ridley, 2019, Chris Lindstrom, and Caleb McGarry. So that, I, mean, that, I, I, I think that's about the NFL norm. It seems about maybe slightly over 50 50. But I think it's that? about 50 50. How could you deny that talent evaluation by a TD? Like, if you just just read just reading off those names, like it's hard to believe like this team isn't better. Like Vic Beasley, I'm also, awesome, awesome player, pro baller, Desmond Trudeau, awesome pro baller, player. You know what I'm saying? Like all these all these homegrown players that the Falcons have, like they should they they're on their way. So for living, they're on their way. Shit. Okay. So, approved Dante Fowler. So. So all right, let's let's go to uh, let's go to Devonte Freeman. So again, again on Falcons Twitter, a lot of you, a lot of you ungrateful clowns, like to define Devonte Freeman by one singular play in one game. Let's talk about it. No, 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 no. Let me let me let me get, let me get this up. Let me get this. Up. This man, this man gave this franchise. This man from the Pork and Bean Projects. Trying to live that boss life, you know. If you go back and watch that, uh, that hard knocks where he thought he came up, he had him a little apartment, you know what I'm saying? He he was a young kid with a gleam in his eye, and he gave the Falcons everything he had. You dirty, disrespectful motherfuckers out here slandering this man, talking about good riddance. Oh, you missed the block, you suck. I'm like, yo, man, come on, man. What are y'all doing? You fucking what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing to my mans? And, and y'all are excited, like, oh, we got we got Quadriolison and Brian Hill. Oh my God, we need to get them the ball more. Power oh, football, good goal line bags. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Brian Hill has been cut from the team. How you draft a dude? Don't make the team. Bring him back, cut him or whatever. And like, and now he's got a fifth round tender. Like he's not good. Quadriolison, not good. Okay, we, we'd better hope the Edo Smith. We'd better hope the Edo Smith is healthy or here's draft the, somebody. Here's here's the thing. You're ungrateful. Here's the thing. ungrateful. You're, you're looking. You're looking short term. You you don't see the vision that TD. Yeah, had. they they, they with, fucking short term. With with TD being one of the better GMs in the league during the last season, what he could have did was he could have traded Devontae Freeman for a draft pick, but instead he was like, you know what? It's chess, not checkers. So I'm looking to the future. Oh, okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hold on to Devontae, Devontae Freeman. And I'm just going to keep him. And I'm just going to release him. And that's the move. Because that's what good GMs do. Oh. Instead of getting value for players that they drafted in the fourth round, they decided to just let him go. That's what good GMs do. Okay. So y'all just don't, y'all just don't okay. see the okay. vision. Say, say, y'all don't see say, the vision? Say, say, that, say that he traded him for a, okay, a six-round pick. Y'all would just go and that six round pick came up and flopped. Y'all would just brought him up like, oh, this is another TD pick that's out of the league. So I mean, what, what's the difference? Why what is the difference? No TD. No, first off, if TD gets a player in this, if he gets an extra draft pick, if you give Thomas Dimitrov another chance at drafting a player, if you give him multiple draft picks, he's going to hit because that's what good GMs do because he's <laughs> one of the better ones. So if you give him an extra round pick, he would have picked a good player. But instead, he decided to just release Devontae Freeman and do the right thing and give Devontae Freeman a chance to pick his own place so he gets that good karma that comes around on the back end. You see what I'm saying? You need to open I mean, third eye. I mean, but, okay, because that's – Josh, 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 that's what the good GMs do, right? That's what we do. Same, same thing with Austin Hooper. He came to the college. Exactly. Exactly. That's he, what you're he, supposed to do. 
You draft yeah, good players, yeah, but when it's time to pay them, you make another team play pay them. So you can draft another good guy, right? Because right. no one was going to find uh, Hooper. TD was the only one that saw the vision, that saw that this man had the talent and was like, you know what? Let me get that dude. I can see I see that this guy's going to be a third-round pick. Let me go ahead and pick him up. I'm not going to prepare for the future to sign him, but I'm going to let him go and go to Cleveland. And so when I want to make another trade with Cleveland down the line, they'll, re- they'll remember that I gave them Austin Hooper because that's what good GMs do. You guys are – that's the thing with Falcons fans. Y'all are ungrateful. Y'all don't see what your GM is doing. He's working magic out here. Y'all are he, he also had the, He also had enough insight to, to look at in the forefront and say, hey, that Freeman kid, he could be good. Facts. In the forefront and pick them. Facts. So, He's gonna do it this year, going going forward. He's gonna Facts. find a random running back in the fourth, fifth round. Well, you know what? Come here, we can make you a star. Someone else will pay you. Exactly, exactly. See, <laughs> okay, see, you see how smooth you see how smooth these episodes go. Me and Josh are on the same page, and we're agreeing with everything that we say. I love it. This is great. So, I so, I love so it. And, and anyway, Black so bags. that's. Whatever. Uh, so anyways, again, just a big, big thank you to that guy. And there's still people saying we should have kept Coleman. You people don't watch football. No I don't. You. I don't respect it's, you. It's, it's thank you for costing us a Super Bowl. Thank you. No. Okay. Josh, first of all, see, that, that's what I'm little. saying. That's, okay. You have you have too many followers to be pushing this this false narrative. Like again, if you're gonna criticize well, no, no, one, okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Let, let, if you're gonna let, criticize let his let, one play, let, go criticize let, every single other bad decision that was made that's in the what, game. That, that, that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. I said, let me rephrase it. Thank you for having a part in costing us the game. That's fair. That's more reasonable. Okay, so are you going to use that same logic with everybody else that leaves the Falcons? Because eventually everybody's going to leave, and everybody didn't play a perfect game in that game. So that's that's what I'm saying. You're you're being particularly hard on one player for one play. But, Julio did. Julio played that perfect game. And again, like I tweeted, I'm pretty sure if he goes back and watches it, I'm sure there's some plays that he could have made better. The only person that's almost infallible is probably Matt Ryan, but I'm sure if even he would say yeah. he could have made better plays. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, I mean... It is what it is. Does this open up the prospect draft running back? Because I clearly have no faith in the guys that are on the roster right now. None. What, what, okay, why, why don't you like Allison? What, 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 what has he like not shown you that he, he's, he's decent? Uh, because the game that him and Hill started with Freeman out against the worst running defense in the NFL, they showed that they are not good. Freeman came back and played that same defense and ran wild over them. They have no wiggle. They're just they're just guys. They're they're not at least Tevin Coleman had blazing speed. Everybody here's like, oh, power backs, like bro, nobody drafts power backs in 2020. Like, that's not a thing. Oh, he's good at the goal line. Okay. What about the other 90 yards in the field? Like, no, nobody cares, bro. Like that's what that's what Julio is at. That's that's Julio territory. You know this. Julio gets that from 20 to 20, and then from there we go to everybody else. I'm just saying, but that's people's justification for Quadri Olsen since he's so great on the goal line. I'm like, okay, what about the rest of the field, though? Like, you got to get there. But. A whole 100 fucking yards. We don't got no good running backs. And and my thing is, if he turns out to be good, then cool. You know, whatever it works out, I'll, you know, eat crow or whatever. But I just don't see it, man. They are two feet tall. Uh, you know, they are injury prone. Ito was good. Ito is... is- 
Yeah, to me, he's he's another Freeman. To me, he's a I guess just a, less violent. Yeah, but I mean, how does that work out for him? He still missed a good part of the season with a concussion, and that's the other thing. People blame Freeman yeah. for his decline. And I'm like, yo, he got injured. He plays he the most like violent 50. position. He plays the most violent position in the game. Like injuries are part of the game. It's not like he got paid and said, "Hey, I forgot how to play football." It happens. You can't yep. act like that. Julio's not been nicked up for almost his entire career. You know what I'm saying? Like it's part of the game. Yeah, Freeman got like 50 fucking concussions. Why do you expect him to run the exact same way he's been doing? He's got to think about his future and not becoming a fucking vegetable for the rest of his life. So of course his run game is going to change. And don't help we got the shittiest O-line, one of the shittiest O-lines in the fucking league. That's the Who other the thing. Who's going to run behind that? Who's going to run behind that? You, you going to risk your body to try to run behind that O-line? I don't think so. So shut the fuck up. I'll get on my yeah, our our run our run offense was pretty bad, and people refused to look at that. And I was like, "All right, man, good luck, man." Again, I'm I'm here to draft another guy. I'm not here to draft uh, your boy from Georgia because he's gonna probably go too high. But we need somebody. That, that oh yeah, I heard, the only the that, only knock on him I heard is that he's he's had a huge workload at a what Stanford. Uh, uh, no, no, Ohio State. Dobbins? No. Nah, uh, no, nah, Thompson. Thomas Jonathan. No, no, no. Or... I'm saying Dobbins. Oh. Oh, oh. you talking about Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, they, they work all the Wisconsin running backs. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't want him. No. Yeah, they said he has a bit of a fumbling problem, too, I think. But I mean, Tevin Coleman had a fumbling problem his rookie year. He fixed it. So it is what it is. I don't feel like it's going to take too much for TD to, to rebuild this offensive line. Like, I mean, a good a good GM can turn around an offense line in like at minimum two seasons. So he's already laid right. down the groundwork with the the two picks from last season and still having uh, what Jake Matthews. He's still up there. So yeah, and one of them has a fucking heart condition. That's the thing. We well, go. see, the thing is, it's like he uh, he, he he has a heart condition, but uh, the thing is. Is all that good karma he got from letting Devontae Freeman go for nothing? It's gonna come around and he's gonna get like a new heart for this guy. That's what oh, the comes around. It's transplant. It's chess, not checkers. I mean, straight from China. It's <laughs> a long game gift. Think long game. You're not. You gotta see the vision. You gotta see the vision. Like, open your third eye. Like, your chakras aren't really bad. You're not aligning right now. I, I'm seeing a lot of shit right now because I'm high, but I ain't seeing that vision right there. I'm going to tell you right now, that, that ain't in the vision that I'm seeing. Well, again, thank you for your, your service, Devontae. I hope you land somewhere and ball out. So. He's going to run right over us. I, I will say that. The, uh, I'll call it down that. Y'all, that. Teach Shut y'all. your mouth, true font. That's why your ass got cut. <laughs> Motherfucker. And he got and he got signed with the uh, the he Lions. Got he got signed yeah. before, death, before Freeman. Where he get signed to? The Lions. Okay, and that's another he's thing. That's my other thing. Y'all, y'all people like Josh are like, oh, Freeman hasn't been signed yet. Ha 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 ha. Dog, it hasn't been forty eight hours. Dog, like, what? What shit? Like, <laughs> people said the same thing about Truffaut. Like, oh, he hasn't been signed. Nobody wants to be sucks. Like, bro, it hasn't been two days. Dog, like, goddamn. Like, y'all are just ready. Y'all are just be ready to hate on somebody. Thirty minutes. Last yeah, y'all, y'all be ready to hate somebody. Like, y'all are oh. so mad no, from the no, Super Bowl. Well, 
Once we cut ties, that's it. I, I don't have I don't have any ill will towards Reed. I mean, like he he, he did what he did when he, when he was here. He not he not here anymore. So I mean, bye. I, mean, I, I will I will say one thing about a Falcons sort of that I do notice is like whenever a player is cut or released or traded, there's a lot of fuck yous and bye bitch and all that stuff. I'm like, God damn, man. Y'all didn't appreciate anything they did for the team. Like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. They think that these people just want to run out and run away from the team. That's their problem. They're assuming that like with, with Hooper, they assume that he wanted to leave. But if you went on his Instagram, he was like, nah, they told me to go. You know what I'm saying? They've been assuming. Yeah, so like, nah, you, there's know, two two sides. First players, of all, it's a business. There's two yeah. sides of every story. Like, right. I can't, like, okay, that's how he might have perceived it. But, I mean, if you, you're telling me that there was no way that if he wanted to be in the Atlanta Falcon, he could not stay. I told him he wanted to get paid. Like, right. they evaluated yeah. him like, hey, this is your value. He like, saw the right. He saw the. He exactly. saw the writing on the wall. Like he, if you have an opportunity to be, or to reset the market at your position coming off of your rookie deal, you do that. And I was, and I've been, I was, tell, I was telling Falcons fans this for at least a month before free agency opened. I was like, Yo, Austin Hooper, he's not the guy. Like you guys could easily, like yeah. TD will easily find someone that can give you the production that Hooper was giving you. For him to be the highest paid tight end. He, he'll probably put up numbers because he has Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on that team. And Kareem Hunt is still there in Cleveland. Nick Chubb. So, yeah, like, sure. like okay, so Austin Hooper in Cleveland is going to be the third or fourth option there. So you're paying, you're, you made the highest paid tight end. Who's for not, now, for now. Yeah, for now. You That's made the highest paid there. tight end who's not good against one-on-one man coverage. Your third or fourth option, like, that's if if that's what he wants, then of course you let that guy walk. Obviously, that makes that's 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 long game right there because that's how you fuck yourself up. Like you don't pay someone who doesn't produce against one on one coverage, who's your third option to be the highest paid tight end in the NFL. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. But I mean, I, my thing is, I'm a fan of a player. I like to see other players succeed if they were you know solid players from my team i'm not i'm not that guy that curses them out and sends them the middle finger on the way out the door like they're still human beings like it's just a game a game that might not be here for a while because of the old uh the rona so fucking coronavirus yeah <sighs> man yeah uh, what else is on the docket here Another thing I want to talk about real quick, it wasn't really on the list, but a lot of people's reaction to, uh, oh, real quick, Vic Beasley also signed with the Tennessee Titans, and I got a homeboy that's a Titans fan, uh, two homeboys are Titans fans, and they were asking me, like, yo, what's what's the former one? I'm like, well, well uh, here's the thing, and this is, I'm going to get to that that laughing, too. My thing is, as long as he's not asked to be a 1A pass rusher, he he's a good athlete. He has talent. He can cover running backs out the backfield. You know, if he puts a little bit more effort, he could probably be a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? But as long as he's not asked to be the guy, I think it'll be fine. But then you have people, Falcons fans, like, oh, look at his PFF rating and, you know, trolling like, oh, people are saying if he's good in Tennessee. It's like, what if he is good in Tennessee? Like one gentleman on Twitter, I forgot his name, was like, yo, what what players left the Falcons and become good anywhere else? I was like, uh, who did I say? Brian Poole. 
And he tried to laugh me off Twitter. I was like, uh, I had to pull the PFF. The dude was right behind Richard Sherman as far as uh, being one of the top cover corners once he left Atlanta. And I just saw uh, Ben Garland just reside with the 49ers, another player. You know what I'm saying? So we, we can't act like just because of these Falcons, they're not good. Like, is it? He has the opportunity to, to change this shit. Like, this is his, probably his last opportunity. So we can't act like it's not possible. And we can't act like the, the, the Falcons have the most competent defensive staff either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not like they have the, the greatest program here. So we'll yeah, see what happens. Front office, them people are incompetent as fuck. Yeah. What? My, my thing is with, what my, I just my, my thing is with, with Vic. And with Vic, he he just don't have that one season. Because my thing is like, if if the head coach is stating that he's gonna work with you or try to work with you in the off season, don't blow him off. Like at least trying to put the initiative. Like, okay, I'm gonna meet you halfway. Let's see what what you have in order for me to do so I can become this better player that you want me to be. And but and the, that's what he did. He just blew Quinn off. He didn't even try to reach out to Chuck Smith. No, nope. Chuck Smith was like he's like down the street from him. I'm working at some gym with a Bud Dupree. So it's like, like, why are you self-sabotaging yourself when you're just trying to help you out? Working off footwork. We didn't even go to Miller's um fucking thing. He had a previous engagement, so no basketball tournament. That could have been um okay. Y'all are y'all are y'all are y'all are projecting your your hate. To Vic sure, Beasley because man. only because the only thing no. would have happened was if he didn't went to Chuck Smith and not improve, y'all have just still slandered him. It's he had no there was a lose lose situation Brady. for him, so why not do what I want? Brady no, 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 because had, had he gone to Chuck show, was like, okay, you know what? Let me at least try to get out of out of my own head and let me put my project aside and go to someone who's done it before, who who who's a decent player in their own self. In this league before, and who know how to pass rush, but who have, who has a credential of of current players who who, who work with him, who's top, who's to, who, who's where I'm trying to get my hand to, and that's what, what what like I said, what Vic did. He he brushed both of them off, and he was like, you know what, I can do this by myself. Okay, and well, that, that, he, first of all, if my thing is, on his face didn't do that. He had like eight sacks, so that's <laughs> that's that's not falling flat on his face. And also, we, we you act like that just because you go to Chuck Smith that you're going to be the greatest pass rusher of all time. If that was the case, I'm, then why isn't every not, pass rusher I'm, going to see him? I'm not saying that either, but I'm saying had he gone to Chuck, we don't know that. Show like, hey, we don't we don't know that. You make it sound like just because he didn't no, see Chuck saying, Smith, he didn't do no work. Like that's he didn't. You were there, you, so you you were at every one of his workouts. He didn't do work. Oh, he worked on something. Put like had had he gone to Chuck and bought out had. 15, 16 He could have signed a what, a sixty million dollar deal that's like right now, but he's on another one year prove it deal with another team. I, I think y'all are just, just pro- projecting what you think I'm he should it, be or want him to be. There's shit. We oh. said what we said. I hope Dick Beasy gets ten sacks next year. I feel like I y'all, y'all expectations for like. Sack numbers from players. I don't know where that's coming from because, like, the Falcons don't have a history of like having 10 sack guys on their team. Like, yeah, John Abraham, last one, maybe like a while ago. So, it's just like this idea of like someone needs to come in and get 10 sacks is kind of like, I don't know why you would. 
have that expectation. Like, obviously, you want the guys to play better, but the fact that he's not doing so, so, it, but, like, it's so offensive. But it's just like y'all are y'all should be used to that he, by now. He y'all had he, but, he had eight but, sacks but, this year too. Just just by the way, like eight sacks is not. It, but, it, but this, and you, and you can't just go off of the, the sack numbers. Obviously, like it's it's the amount of pressures they get. You know, do they call? Are they causing holding penalties, uh, knockdowns, stuff like that? But I mean, we're, we're we're talking about sack numbers, so I mean, it is what it is. But 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 it's but but this is the thing when we don't hold the the players' feet to the fire, like how how you want us to do with the people in the front office. You 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 make it seem like we're supposed to be okay with that. Like no, like how we expect for the front office to be on their game. We expect for the players to be on their game too. So when you are one of the quote unquote pillars. Of the team, and you aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Of course, we're going to have criticism for you. Like, Man, it, what I, are you I, supposed I, to yeah, be I, doing? I, that doesn't make any sense. Did he was, was he ever tired out of shape? Was did he ever show up to camp overweight, out of shape? Maybe he's just not that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's, so what, Chuck, that's what we're trying to say. So yeah. how? So how? Like I said, how is Chuck Smith supposed to make him what he something he's not? Maybe that's where his talent is. Maybe he should be used in a different way. As some people think he should be used more as an outside linebacker. He only weighs like 230 pounds. There's there's only, only so many hand movements and footwork you can do when you're that small. You're just gonna get rodeoed around by 300 pounds. I I would agree with that if 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 what um what's that man uh Mathis um and and with the Colts that that was, uh with Freeney, I would agree with that if if Mathis was like the six. Five two hundred and sixty pound defense. This man was five eleven, killing people. Like Vic just doesn't have that one. Okay, two. that doesn't. And, that has nothing to do with one two. There's plenty of other guys that are bad build or bigger or stronger or whatever. They just are. They're just better at. They're better football players. Like you can't just say just because we have the same build that we have the same talent or skill set. Some people are just better. Like it, it's it is what it is. And you're comparing him to probably is is Freeney. Are those guys Hall of Fame players? They're they're, they're they should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So that's that's like a one off. That's like the that one guy that was in that mold. That you know, what I'm saying like that's that's a very high standard. I get it, but it I don't know. He's not even on the team no more. I don't know why we're talking about him. But anywho, <laughs> shout out to Vic Beasley. So what what are y'all's reactions to? Uh, and this is one that has a lot of my homeboys kind of roasted me in the group chat about uh tom brady coming to the uh, buccaneers <laughs> right again i have my own thoughts on tom brady but a lot of these fans i, I need i need you falcons fans to pump your brakes man i need y'all to relax a little bit only for only because and they're they're acting like the falcons didn't start off the season one seven last year right like again, I get it. I get Tom Brady's old, right? I get he's washed. I get he can't really throw too many great deep balls. But let's let's slow down because Tom Brady will dink and dunk you to death. Dog. <laughs> like, is Tom Brady better than Jameis Winston? No, no. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not. I need to see what he James makes better. He makes better decisions. I say he James, makes better decisions. Okay, right. Jameis was blind last year, so I need to see. He's what been James. blind his whole life. So, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He was right. blind when he won the Heisman right. Trophy too. So, he went number like, one. He went right. number one overall with no eyesight. So I need to see what it looks like when he can't see. Right. Did, did right. y'all see? Blind, right. Did y'all see that video of him talking about he's working out? I didn't did see, y'all that. see that. He was outside at his pool. 
I don't. What the yeah. fuck was that? Yeah. My grandma don't got no motherfucking legs and can do a better job than he did. I honestly thought that was he, fake. He, he, he. Like, y'all saw that? I didn't see this. But what are y'all? What are y'all thoughts about Brady joining the NFC South? It's weird. Oh, shit. I like Hold it. On. I like it. I'm burning my lasagna. Be right back. I think the lasagna. the uh, NFC South at the quarterback position just got a lot older when you consider like Tom Brady's there and Drew Brees, like two of the oldest players in the NFL. Exactly. It's gonna look. I think it's gonna exactly. look hell weird seeing Tom Brady in a uh, in a Tampa Bay uniform. But uh, I, a lot of people are kind of it's and it's it's dumb because I mean we haven't even gone through free agency yet we haven't gone to the draft and people are picking the Buccaneers to make it to the Super Bowl and and yeah. it's like you gotta think like the history of the Buccaneers like they haven't been good in like 12, 15 years like they have one of the worst. They have one of the worst yeah, winning time. percentages in history. Like, you just think a forty-two, yeah, yeah, you think a forty-two-year-old quarterback is going to come in there and change all that in one season? Like, I think they'll be, you know, I think they'll have a winning record, like nine and seven, ten and six. But to, to automatically, and I mean, that, even saying that is kind of ridiculous because, like I said, we haven't gone through the draft. But Tom Brady is—he's not going to get better than what he was last year, and last year. Didn't look great. Keeler was ass. He did yeah. not look great. He, hey, he, they're advocating to get. He wants to bring AB back. Apparently, like right, <laughs> right. That, that's that's my thing. But also with the, with the AB thing is like, will he take the, the basically the, the 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 second fiddle to, to Mike Evans? And then on top of that, with Brady, I don't think he fits Aaron's offense because Aaron's like to, to push the ball down the field. Brady can't and my Brady can't do that in my opinion. So I don't he, can't know do how it. Work. he can't do it for the whole game. Right. And, and I think that's why they at least with Jameis. At least at least with Jameis, yeah, he's gonna take his shot and he may throw an interception or two down the field. But he's gonna make you like, okay, we need to play our true coverage and you gotta and play, play a little deep because he Right. For Brady, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I don't think it's gonna work. Me possibly. Me, me, me personally. That's what I think. I think that's why they, they, they absolutely have to bring in uh, Antonio Brown. Because when you, when you think about like what Tom Brady is good at, and what he, like what him, what he's been successful at in New England, it's with those wide, wide receivers that one run precise, intermediate to short routes, and Antonio Brown yeah. is probably one of the best ever to do that. So. Yeah, Mike Evans is a great receiver, but he you can't put Mike Evans in the Patriots system and him be successful. Like he just that's just not his game. He's a deep threat guy. The other guy, Godwin's kind of the same way. Antonio Brown, you put him in like you put him in the slot or put him on the outside, running, you know, taking care of the middle and underneath. Then we we're, we're cooking a little bit. We're, we're cooking. I'm I'm yeah. Yeah. Mike's Mike's Mike. Yeah. Mike Evans ain't about to fucking have Antonio Brown on his team. Mike Evans don't make those decisions out there. He, he ain't gonna have. Yeah. Well, he's the best player on the goddamn team. So no, actually, he would welcome it because he 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 would never free him up on one more one on ones. He got Antonio Brown on the side. I don't think so. A B A B just needs to sit his little short ass down somewhere and call no, it. 
AB is a fucking monster when he's not smiling out. Whatever he's doing, taking them little dick pills. Y'all saw that shit? He had a bag of dicks. It was like some gummies or some shit. You, y'all, everybody <laughs> saw that. I know so, y'all saw that shit. I did. That was, that was pretty funny. But the thing that concerns me about Falcons fans, I know it's a lot of bravado and all the nonsense they like to do on Twitter. One dude, uh, crack, Crackerjack19, he said, Oliver on Evans, Sheffield on Brown, Miller or rookie on Goodwin with help over the top from Rico and KZ, Neil on Howard and Brady, Grady, Tack, Ballard, etc. breathing down Brady's neck, Falcons sweeping the boys, I don't care. I'm like, bro. We started out one to seven last year, dog. Like, let's 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 pump the brakes a bit. Like, our cornerbacks aren't great, bro. Like, they're not they're not I that mean, good, man. Like, we're gonna add one in the draft, I would think. I think possibly. I don't know. I, I I still think we should get another pass rusher, man. You can never have enough of those guys. And plus, if you right. got enough of yeah, those that, guys, they'll make you sorry ass cornerbacks look decent. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we need we need trench help. I don't I don't want to see a, another first round cornerback. Yeah, like but, if he's not a guard or 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 edge or or a defensive tackle that can help Grady, I'm gonna be pissed. I mean, the Falcons just do some wild stuff, anyways, in the draft. So I mean, but look with with Tom Brady, I don't know how he's gonna do in another system without Bill Belichick. I don't know. I don't even know why he's why he didn't just retire as a Patriot. That's weird. He don't got an arm, so I'm not scared but i'm like we probably we might possibly lose a game if he does well in a new system that's not with bill belichick but patriots ain't going i mean not the patriots the bucks ain't going to the super bowl because it's hosted in tampa and everybody knows about the super bowl curse super bowl city curse you ain't winning the super bowl so we ain't got nothing to worry about with them trying to go to the super bowl yeah but they they could they get mess up our chances, you know what I'm saying? What chance you said we got a chance? Is that what I'm you talking said? about our chances like make playoff contention, even though they did add another oh. uh, another playoff slot. I was so. about to say we go into the Super Bowl. I, I don't are y'all thinking we gonna go to the Super Bowl this year? If we buy tickets, yeah, we get them early enough. Yeah. Probably be some All corona right. some corona discounts. You yeah. know what I was about like, to say we're gonna end this year right now. If y'all talking about we're going to the Super Bowl. We're we're my, my, my going to it's going to hit Julio like how uh, Kyle Roethlisberger hit San Antonio Holmes in the end zone, and we're going to win the ball just like that. You heard it here first, man. Yeah, so God. we're going to be down like we usually are and have to come come back. That's that's on, that's like, typical Falcons on, uh, fashion, man. Come on, come on. Fuck Sorry, it. we we doing something this oh. year. I don't know what. We yeah, get rid of somebody. I don't know what the fuck we going to do this year. I'm just here for yeah, the I don't ride. know what to expect this year. I'm here for the fucking ride. Well, as year. long as we have a football season, I, I'll be more than fine. Oh, yeah. If we have a fucking football season. <laughs> we probably aren't going to be still locked in our fucking houses. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, man. Goddamn right. Okay, so let's do let's do some draft predictions. I, or not even prediction. Like, what what do you guys want? I personally want another pass rusher. Um, that's that's my. I know, hey, we got other needs to fill, but again, I think if we take care of the pass rush, 
get some defenses off the field or offenses off the field on third down and give Matt Ryan more chances, more opportunities to score points. I think that that will ultimately be beneficial. So I want a pass rusher. I I want whatever best pass rusher we can get. Yep. I don't know. I don't I don't trust these two to make the best decisions. So we might get one good player out of it, but what position? I don't fucking know. Right now we need a cornerback. We need a fucking running back. We need an O line. We need a pass rusher. And who knows who else we about to fucking get rid of. So I I don't fucking know what we're gonna do with the draft right now. Like these next we mainly, we, we mainly just need a, a pass rusher or someone to help Grady. Long as it's somewhere on the defensive line help, that's that's what we really need. That's our biggest need, in my opinion. Well, we so got whoever the player is, take a field that get him. We got Fowler, so we need somebody else. Okay, okay. Have we talked about that? Briefly. Oh. Josh well, doesn't think he's going to be good, so. Yeah, he said he's a hood Vic Beasley. Shit, Vic Beasley, I should have got dropped off in the hood so he could get some extra fucking moves. I think the, the Falcons should use their first round pick on a cornerback and then the both of their second round picks to beef up that offensive line. As long as we have one second round pick. No, I thought you right too. Then you get one from uh we fucking gave it to the fucking Ravens for oh, a that's right. Damn. Damn. Again, uh, I, I explained the logic I explained the logic earlier is that we're gonna have to address the tight end position anyways. And okay. he would have been better than yeah. any tight end we'd have gotten in the second round as he is. I mean, tell he's me, been I mean, two he years can, and he's a first round talent as well. So he, he can he can block as well, but either way, like the, you gotta shore up the offensive line because as long as long as you have Matt Ryan, you're 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 gonna be fine as far as your offense goes. Um, but you, you need an offensive line that can protect him and that can, you know, make holes for whatever running back you have back there. Because if you have if you have a good offensive line, it doesn't matter who's in the backfield. Right, but I also like I maybe I'll send it to you guys. I saw a video there. They did like a study on like what's more important between pass rush and secondary, having an elite pass yeah, rush pass secondary, and based on the numbers, they're saying you know it's better to have elite defensive backs as opposed to an elite pass rush, just because like you know you can have. Three or four wide receivers out at a time, running you know quick slants and all that stuff. And but if you have good corners that can match up with them, then you know it gives your uh, pass rushers enough time to get to them. But if you have bad quarterbacks, then offense is just going to just run quick passes on you and stuff like that. So that's why I would probably go cornerback. Hmm. I'll see if I can find it. I did not want another corner in the first round. We did it. TD knows what he's doing, guys. You got to trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Well, with that being said, I uh, definitely uh, appreciate y'all for showing up. Uh, again, hopefully, we won't wait another uh, 36 months to record another episode. Um, appreciate y'all listening. Definitely share on uh, all social media platforms. Follow review comment all that stuff all the shit you know you're supposed to when you listen to a podcast so uh anybody doesn't have anything else uh 
Yeah, this is the Third Nation Report, the unofficial oh, podcast of Falcons Twitter. Too late. I'm just playing. Go ahead. Wash your fucking hands. Stay y'all's black asses in the fucking house so we can get out of the fucking house and I can get a fucking job again because I don't got time for this bullshit no more. Okay? Thank you. Yes, definitely support her uh, YouTube over. cooking show and her OnlyFans page that is coming. Uh, we'll drop the link with the podcast. I like OnlyFans. Shit, people talk about it. they just cooking and cleaning on there and the men giving them like $10. Shit. I I'm might saying, I mean, you were I saw you tweet about buying those uh, those Nike shorts, man. I don't know if all them yams can fit in those oh, shorts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, got no yams. yams but the, I, you know, the yams I, are jamming. You oh, by the way, Atlanta, check because you might be on curfew next. If you're in South Fulton, we're on curfew from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. So if you get stopped by the cops, don't be mad at me because I told you, motherfuckers, we're on curfew from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. till further notice. All right. So keep y'all asses inside and no hoe activities on here. We don't need no more motherfucking winter babies roaming this earth because y'all want to just have sex while y'all on quarantine. Thank you. Uh, I mean, as of now, before the uh, before free agency is over and before the draft happens, I I do have the Falcons uh, winning the NFC South. That's the first. Well, I had to get Philip with his two this, kids. This, 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 is why there, there is, this is why there is a pandemic going on now. Marcus has chosen us. To win this wow, wow. Is God coming back tomorrow? See, that's why he getting, hey, Kurt, he getting replaced by Philip Rivers in his arm right now. Because <laughs> you know Marcus you, looks like you just said? who me? No, Marcus. Wow. What'd you say? What? What do you say? Can what you repeat say? what you just said? Who, who your your winner who you have? Currently, at the winner of the NFC South. Yeah, I have the Falcons winning it. God damn it! Oh my god! Wow. I picked them to win it last wow. year too. So this is your fault. Oh, oh crap! Yeah, this no. is the, the Falcons just got injured last year. If they were, if that team was fully healthy, that team would have won the NFC South. Would we have? Yeah, no, they they'd have made the playoffs. They'd have made the playoffs. Yeah, we could have, we could, we could easily got a well, not easily. We possibly could in a wild card spot. I mean, if you if you look at it now, if you look at the landscape, it's before the draft. Like the Panthers have a lot of holes to fill. I feel like the Saints. That's should, what he said. Oh Jesus! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The Saints, the Saints, fucked up. They should have did what the Patriots are doing and let their old ass quarterback go because um, it's it's gonna get ugly for Drew Brees. It's going to get ugly. It's gonna be beautiful. And you know that's it, at some and and then you got Taysom Hill as his backup, so it's gonna get even worse. Like they have no future at quarterback. And Did I don't know. I don't know what Tom Brady's gonna look at look like at forty two, but I I do know like as of right now, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones show up every year, so there's no reason for me not to pick them. Fair wow. enough. Oh, I got one last thing. Hurry up. My lasagna is smelling delectable right now. So Marcus looks exactly like the Colts quarterback who he claims he's a fan of. 
And if you ever want to know what Breeze looks like, he looks like our, one of our defensive secondary coaches. They look exactly alike. It's the scariest shit I've ever seen in the motherfucking world. So if you were wondering what these niggas look like, they look just like wow, them. Why do we? Why can't we be kings? Why do we have to be? You know, I am a black look king. Just like the Colts quarterback, it is so fucking weird. And you look just like that man. I, I forgot his fucking name, but I was like, holy First shit. First of all, that's racist because all like black him. people don't look like, but he does look like my uncle, so I will give you that. But Thank you. <laughs> it is what it is. But anyways, yeah, wash your hands. This is the Bernice Report, unofficial official podcast of Falcon Twitter. Uh, we out. We out this bitch. Now I gotta end this. How the fuck do I end this? I still don't know why you had me doing this. I told you I was high. Okay, where's the end fucking button?